This is Dan Dix here reporting for Press for Truth. And in case you guys didn't know, American journalist Tucker Carlson just interviewed the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. The two hour interview posted on X already has over 130 million views in less than 24 hours. And in terms of viewership, to put that into perspective, the 2023 edition of the Super Bowl was watched by over 115 million viewers in the United States, making it not only the most watched Super Bowl in history, but also the most popular TV program of all time in the US. Tucker just got more views than the Super Bowl. And the number two trend behind hashtag Putin Tucker is Bell Media because they just laid off 4,000 employees. So the tide is turning, my friends. People are clearly fed up with the lies that are coming from the mainstream media and they're ready for the truth. So let's go ahead and press for truth on this Tucker Putin interview. But really quickly, just before we do, I'd ask that you take a quick moment to check me out at pressfortruth.ca slash donate. Here you can do a one-time donation with PayPal or you can sign up for a monthly reoccurring contribution. You can also do that by clicking here and signing up to Subscribestar. You can also send a Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. You can send an e-transfer to dan at pressfortruth.ca or if you like to keep things old school, you can send stuff to my PO box. Uh, links to all of this are located in the description below. Thank you so much to everyone who takes some time today to support me financially here at Press for Truth. All right, guys, let's jump right into it. Here's Tucker's opening question, and just check out how Putin handles this. Thank you. On February 22nd, 2022, you addressed your country in a nationwide address when the conflict in Ukraine started, and you said that you were acting because you had come to the conclusion that the United States, through NATO, might initiate a, quote, surprise attack on our country. And to American ears, that sounds paranoid. Tell us why you believe the United States might strike Russia out of the blue. How did you conclude that? It's not that America, the United States, was going to launch a surprise strike on Russia. I didn't say that. Are we having a talk show or a serious conversation? <laughs> Here's the quote. <laughs> Thank you. It's a formidable series. Because your basic education is in history as far as I understand. Yes. So if you don't mind, I will take only 30 seconds or one minute to give you a short reference to history for giving you a little historical background. Please. <coughs> Let's look where our relationship with Ukraine started from. Where did Ukraine come from? First of all, that's a very good place to start. And Putin didn't take just 30 seconds. In fact, he ended up giving a half-hour history lesson on the Russia-Ukraine relations in detail with no notes. Meanwhile, American President Joe Biden can't even remember when his son died or where he is half the time. There's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, 
wasn't any of their damn business. <laughs> uh, I think your memory and cognitive abilities is everybody's damn business. Putin goes on to say that the U.S. always wins the war of propaganda because they own and control all of the world's major media. If you had evidence, and presumably given your security services, your intel services, you would, that NATO, the U.S., CIA, the West did this, why wouldn't you present it and win a propaganda victory? In the war of propaganda, it is very difficult to defeat the United States because the United States controls all the world's media and many European media. The ultimate beneficiary of the biggest European media are American financial institutions. Don't you know that? He's certainly not wrong there. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media Putin also claims that the CIA blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> Nate, it, do you have, do you have, <laughs> uh, I did not blow up Nord Stream. Uh, thank you, though. You personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. Do, do you have evidence that NATO or the CIA did it? You know, I won't get into details, but people always say in such cases, look for someone who is interested. But in this case, we should not only look for someone who is interested, but also for someone who has capabilities. Another good point. It's as I said in this video from October of 2022, the Nord Stream pipeline false flag is a war on Germany, not Ukraine. What you need to know where I say, when asking the question, key bono, the only logical outcome is NATO. Putin also somehow knew that Tucker once applied to be in the CIA, and he says that he was pleased to see that they rejected his application. With the backing of whom? With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. We should thank God they didn't let you in, although it is a serious organization, I understand. When talking about the idea of denazification, Putin brought up the fact that Justin Trudeau, along with Zelensky, gave a standing ovation to a literal Nazi inside the Canadian parliament. You say Hitler has been dead for so many years, 80 years, but his example lives on. People who exterminated Jews, Russians and Poles are alive. And the president, the current president of today's Ukraine, applauds him in the Canadian parliament, gives a standing ovation. Can we say that we have completely uprooted this ideology if what we see is happening today? That is what denazification is in our understanding. We have to get rid of those people who maintain this concept and support this practice and try to preserve it.
That what is what the nazification is. Justin Trudeau has already responded to this, saying that Putin is just using propaganda by bringing this up. You've been such an ardent supporter of Ukraine, but there's been a lot of controversy surrounding President Zelensky's visit here. And now we've heard Vladimir Putin use some of that embarrassment in an interview with Tucker Carlson. How does it feel to know that that visit and your office's role in inviting a, Nazi, a former Nazi uh, to a reception is creating hardship for an ally? Vladimir Putin chose to invade a neighboring sovereign country, violating the rights, the sovereignty, the territorial integrity of Ukraine, and violating the rules-based order that underpins the safety, the security of all of us living in democracy in free democracies around the world. He will, of course, use whatever propaganda he can engage in. But I can tell you, Canadians will not be fooled. Canada stands with Ukraine, not just because we are friends to Ukraine, but because the rules-based order and the system of laws and the UN Charter protect all of us, not just Ukrainians. Tucker Carlson also asked Putin, as a Christian, how do you reconcile killing people? To which I must say, I thought Putin gave a pretty good answer to that difficult question. Christianity is specifically a nonviolent religion. Jesus says, turn the other cheek, don't kill. How can a leader who has to kill of any country, how can a leader be a Christian? How do you reconcile that to yourself? It is very easy when it comes to protecting oneself and one's family, one's homeland. We won't attack anyone. When did the developments in Ukraine start? Since the coup d'etat and the hostilities in Donbas began, that's when they started. And we're protecting our people, ourselves, our homeland and our future. So as he correctly points out, killing and murder are different things. And there's nothing wrong with self-defense. Now, I want to make it clear, I'm not sitting here trying to defend Putin. He is indeed a globalist who is helping to shape an eventual new world order. But context is extremely important. And that's why I appreciate this interview and the historical breakdown from Putin himself. Guys, in December of 2014, almost a decade ago, when all this began, I put out this video titled The Truth About Russia and NATO, where I broke down the history of what we are now dealing with. Then when all this kicked off again in 2022, I made an updated version titled The Truth About Russian Aggression in Ukraine. So I wanted to leave you with that one today in case you missed it, or maybe in case you need to see it again. Please don't forget to check the top link in the description below to where you can find me at pressfortruth.ca slash donate. Thank you so much to anyone and everyone who does do that. I can't do this work without you. All right, guys, that's all for today. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, here is my exclusive report titled The Truth About Russian Aggression in Ukraine. This is Dan Dix here reporting for Press for Truth. The federal liberal government has just announced that they are strengthening more sanctions towards individual Russians due to Russia's so-called aggression towards Ukraine. Ahead of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky's address to Parliament, Canada announced it is imposing sanctions on 15 more individuals who the federal government says 
have enabled and supported President Putin's choice to invade a peaceful and sovereign country. The MSM and major tech conglomerates are quick to add insult to injury, as we see here. Exclusive. Facebook and Instagram to temporarily allow calls for violence against Russians. Meta platforms will allow Facebook and Instagram users in some countries to call for violence against Russians and Russian soldiers in the context of the Ukraine invasion, according to internal emails seen by Reuters on Thursday in a temporary change to its hate speech policy. And as if that wasn't bad enough, check this out. Breaking. Ukrainian television broadcasts a segment advocating the extermination of all Russians, starting with Russian children. It quotes Nazi Adolf Eichmann, who carried out the Holocaust. In order to destroy a nation, you must destroy, first of all, children. So how did we get to this point where the West is frothing at the mouth and ready to incite violence against Russia, and the Ukrainians are ready to start killing Russians, including children? Well, in order to understand the media manipulation that's happening today, we must first look at Ukraine and how the media has already manipulated its history in regards to its relationship with Russia. Back in 1990, the Soviet Union agreed to let East Germany escape Soviet control. And the agreement was that NATO would not push East into the former Soviet satellites. The agreement was that there would always be a buffer zone between the West and Russia. Well, despite agreeing to this exchange, the US and NATO broke their pledge almost immediately. And NATO is now in Eastern Europe, the Baltic states, the Caucasus, and Central Asia. And the US-led alliance has literally been creeping up against Russia's border all this time. US anti-missile systems are in Poland, and new US bases have been set up in Bulgaria and Romania and Central Asia. And yet, Russia is supposed to be the aggressor here? It seems clear to me that NATO has become the Fourth Reich. And please don't get me wrong, Russia and Putin are certainly not perfect. After a previous war with Chechnya, which left the former USSR embarrassed, Putin used a second war with Chechnya in order to make himself look like a strong leader. And one of the ways that he got support from the Russians to fight against the Chechnyan separatists was to commit false flag attacks. The FSB, which is like Russia's CIA, blew up apartment buildings and blamed it on Chechnya. Residents had actually called the police on two suspicious men who dropped off packages in the basement of a building. The bomb squad was called and an explosive called RDX was found, which was meant to take down the entire building. Then the roads were shut down, a huge manhunt ensued and the two men were caught and they turned out to be the FSB. At first, they said they were testing the police's vigilance, but then later it came out that this was just a training exercise. So we can see the parallels between Western leaders and Putin because both of them use false flag attacks to increase their power. The CIA and the FSB seem to be governments unto themselves. So Putin is certainly no angel, but if you get all your information solely from the mainstream media, you will believe that Putin is the devil, the US is God, and intervention is absolutely necessary, of course, all under the guise of a humanitarian mission. This of course is not true, but if we were to entertain this idea, why should Canada intervene? What is it about Putin's leadership that interferes with the daily lives of Canadians? The answer is, it doesn't. The fact is, 
NATO is not equipped to go to war over Ukraine, and the Russians have home turf advantage. And no one in Europe, aside from maybe a few Ukrainian nationalists, want a war with Russia. The loudest voices for war are the neocons in Washington and Ottawa, who, of course, are separated by about 8,000 kilometers of mostly ocean. And not to mention, it's not going to be Trudeau or Biden going to war. But rather, it will be the brave men and women who have sadly been brainwashed and conditioned into thinking this is a humanitarian mission and that they're fighting for our freedoms. The truth is, there are no economic benefits to having any kind of sanctions on Russia. In fact, all this does is it hurts Canadian exporters and it targets individual Russian citizens. There is no national security risk from Russia. Ukraine is just simply not a place that's worth going to war over right now. What if Ukraine could just exercise self-determination? <laughs> Can you imagine that? Wouldn't that be more democratic? Instead, we have these so-called democratic Western leaders promoting their version of their militarized form of democracy. It's the same vision that they had for Egypt and Libya and Iraq. And just look how well those thriving democracies are doing. The fact is the US and NATO took an internal Ukrainian conflict and by intervening on the side of anti-Russian Ukrainians, they made a mountain out of a molehill. And they've also incited what could potentially become a nuclear showdown between the West and Russia. But just like any wounded animal who's backed into a corner, the Russian bear can be vicious. We have to remember that Russia is a nuclear powerhouse and the globalist infiltration of China isn't exactly rock solid. There is a power dynamic between the West and the East, and our Western leaders have been on top for so long that they're now getting cocky and dangerous. And of course, my friends, while the true power lies within the banking dynasty, who has funded and armed both sides of this conflict, there's no money to be made and no power vacuums to be filled without conflict. The global elite now depend on the West hating Russians and the Russians hating the West. So as Canadians or Americans or wherever you reside, unless the individual masses make their voices heard that we will not put up with these wars of aggression, we are just gonna simply sit on the sidelines and be a part of the problem. And one of the best things you can do right now is to stop being brainwashed by the mainstream media who have become expert liars and manipulators of information. And instead, start supporting real independent media like Press for Truth, who's not afraid to counter all the propaganda and to bring you the truth of what's actually happening. Please, my friends, click that thumbs up button and share this video with your friends and family who you think need to see it the most. And if you appreciate my efforts to bring you this information, please consider making a donation or contributing as a member at pressfortruth.ca donate. That's it for today, my friends. Thank you all so much for watching and stay tuned. We're going to have more video reports coming soon. This is Dan Dix reporting for Press for Truth. We all want truth. The truth will set you free.